Okay, guys, welcome back. We are now officially on episode four, and we're super excited. We have some exciting guests with us in the studio today, but Raven, I think you should take the honors of maybe introducing them now. Yes, my honor. They are the losers of Big Brother, but the winner of The Amazing Race. (laughs) Hey, I would much rather want to lose to Big Brother than The Amazing Race because they won a million dollars. They are also the mom and dad of Baby Maverick, the same name as my nephew, so I'm partial. And they have become great friends to us in Dallas, Jessica and Cody Nixon. Woo-hoo. Our faves. That was, that was the best <laughs> intro we've ever had. <laughs> I've been saving that one. It's okay, Kev. You can do that. That. Do you you know, it's that funny as a producer. I knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, cool. I know that sound effect. Was that better? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. We are so excited your first guest of our podcast and we learned so much from you guys anyway because you're married you have baby maverick you have a house together in dallas like you're three steps ahead of us what is what is the greatest thing you've learned from us (laughs) honestly that's a very good question i think you guys work very well together there's something i don't know if that's something i've learned from you guys but the way you treat each other I love, I love the way you treat each other. Thanks. That's a a good one. What about you? What happens though, when we are gone, that's what I want to know. That's when the fight starts. You guys bring this up because one of our first questions that we have today is about fights. And Adam and I will answer this too. What are some of your biggest fights as a couple and how do you navigate and deal with each other through times that you may be mad at each other? I'm going to let Cody kick this off? <laughs> uh, so, so we don't have too many fights. Uh, and if anything is, is negative or toxic in our life, it, it's coming from the outside. It's, yeah. it's not between us. That is so, I say that all the time with Adam, a lot yeah. of our, I wouldn't even say they were arguments or fights, but they were heated discussions really had nothing to do with stuff. It was a, between us. It had everything to do with outside influences, you yeah. know? hundred percent. No. Yeah. Like if we were to crawl into a hole somewhere and just have each other, we'd be fine. Yeah. And be in love. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I don't think there'd be many issues and Cody never gets mad. I say this to everyone. He never gets mad at me. Sometimes I know because I know him when I do something that bothers him. Right. And he's like so calm and I hope that I get there when I'm his age. <laughs> like, I've got six huh? years I'm to get there. I'm 34, so I'm, I, I really sure. hope you offended everybody that's 34 well, out there, especially 30. the women. I'm just a producer, but I'm going to let you know I'm 34 as well. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I've got Adam and Raven who are my age, so it's that is three true. against two over here. That is true. But I say it that way only because you are always so calm and composed that I need to make myself feel better for being an absolute maniac. So I blame it on my age. And I'm hoping that because (laughs) I'm around you as much as I am, that by the time I am your age, I have that same characteristic about myself. So I feel like he's, he's teaching me. Yeah. Because he's so calm and so patient. Right. Do you guys think if you were younger that you would 
still have the same relationship or do you think being the age you are has like made you more mature in your decisions and how you handle things and how you interact with each other? I think that I met him when I should have because had I met him at a younger age, I still didn't really understand how my brain works. Yeah. And now I understand how, how I am as an individual. You're self-aware. I'm very self-aware. I know what my flaws are. Sometimes I can't talk myself out of. Like I know I, I can be very short-tempered. And if something bothers me, I know I can get set off really fast. Yeah. Sometimes I can't talk myself out of that. And sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. But when I, I was younger, I don't think I was aware of that characteristic that I had. And to me, it was everyone else's fault. Yes. And I think now I can identify when I'm wrong. Right. I'm the same way. It took me a long time to realize uh, my flaws. And I think that just comes with age and being mature. But um, sometimes I'll be raising my voice to Adam and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not raising my voice to you because I'm mad at you. I'm just frustrated with the situation. I like, say that all the time. I'm not mad she at you at it. all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at you, babe. Raven. But Adam, um, since you're in this podcast is called Raven and Adam and you have yet to say a word. <laughs> I'm soaking in everything right now. I know so you are. I know, yeah, I know how you work. But what are some things like when we fight that you're aware about yourself or aware about me that might help other people? Um, I think a lot of it just has to do with your, my delivery and the way you take it. I mean, if you start instigating, you just keep questioning and questioning and questioning. The person feels attacked and it's not like, let's talk through this. Let's just, you know, if it's like a win, it's like a, it's an ego thing. It's like, you need to win the conversation. You need to win the argument, not, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what we need to do to figure it out. And then let's move forward from here. And I think in the past I've had relationships where the argument got so bad, but was it's almost like you wanted to get in an argument so that way you had an excuse to break up where it was like, we just couldn't work because there was some heavy issue we just couldn't resolve. Mm-hmm. And it was just a good way to get out without being like, I'm just not into you, you know? <laughs> so like, so I feel like that, ha- that happens. That comes with age too. Just yeah, being absolutely. mature to say, Hey, this isn't working. And no, I on. totally agree. I think, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I can say that in, in prior relationships where, so you're the love of my life and I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to walk away from that. So no matter, no matter the situation, no matter the argument, I'm not going to walk away from that. Yeah. But I, I feel like when I was younger, I, I never did argue with whoever I was with. I just walked away. That was it. Oh yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. Don't be can terrified. You imagine by being that. It, not, not for, not in this situation, but can you imagine dating someone? I, I would give zero chances. I just walked oh, away. I would be heartbroken. And I think that's a combination of things. I think it's because you met the right person and she is the love of your life and that you've grown as a person and you realize those mistakes that you made. And so it's just, it's all encompassing. All these things together make a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm more curious. Once you guys got off um, The Amazing Race, what was your, like, what was your first date like after the show? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. And how did your spark kind of start from there to where it is today because one of our listener questions was how do you know that you are going to be in a committed serious and loving relationship and not 
just have companionship because you had a you guys had a lot to bond over and it would be just so easy for you guys some people may say to be together because you're on two shows together you share uh, similar life experiences together those were huge milestones in your life um, highlight reels of your life and you shared those so it makes sense for you guys to be together but I mean Adam and I can attest that I mean, 15 minutes of fame can be over and then it's real life. So like, how did you guys navigate going from TV show to real life to getting married to having a baby? So I I think this is where y'all can relate. Um, When we were on those shows, they take away your technology from you and all you have is each other. Yes. For 16 hours of the waking day and then you sleep next to each other at night. I mean, there's... There's so much time where you can bond and figure out whether that person is a terrible person or a great person. So yeah. it's, it's like the most extreme vetting process there is. So we, we, we actually had an opportunity, all of us, to, you know, ha- have an experience that most people don't get. And then, I mean, once we hit the real world, it was fine. Because, I mean... You already got the heavy on. stuff out yeah, of the it was, way. It just and, continued on. Any, yeah. Anything? Well, not all of so, the heavy stuff. So, so we were <laughs> we'll on. We'll get there. Well, we were on, <laughs> we were on live feeds. So let's say like whatever, like real, real life stuff we wanted to say to each other about our past or whatever um, that we didn't want to say on live feeds. Immediately. Once we got off the shows, we said, here's my life, you know, take yeah. it or leave it. And, you know, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember our first date. Do you? No. I have no idea what Think it would about be. It. Well, because after Big Brother, we had four days to shop for Amazing Race, and then we were immediately filming Amazing Race. So it was back-to-back television shows with four days in between them. And then after Amazing Race, and in those four days, we strictly had to like shop and research what the show was because we weren't entirely familiar with it. Right. So it really wasn't about us. It was just prepping for the next project. And then as soon as we won, we were then millionaires and nobody in our lives knew. And keeping that secret also helped bond us. Oh, yeah. I can only, Adam and I talk about all the time, if we win um, the lottery. I got the Powerball yesterday, by the way. Prayers. If you don't yeah. hear us on the next podcast, you know what's up. <laughs> but we always talk about what we would do if we won the lottery, if we Can would stay board? silent, or if we would tell people. Yeah. And, and it's nice. It's like when we got engaged for like three days, we didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. that we were engaged. And that, that time together, we just felt so close because it was a secret between us. And we just really had almost like a magical bonding experience just because you experience something so fantastic like the high of winning a million dollars it was high for sure yeah yeah hey kev are you playing any good games on your phone right now no but i'm always looking for a good one well i have a really cool one i came across it's called best fiends and if you're looking for a way to pass the time while engaging your brain enjoying visuals and a really cool story the answer is best fiends Raven and I are always looking for something really, really fun to do. So it kind of engages your brain. It's really fun. And I'm on level seven. I just started about half a day ago. And what's really cool is you can compete against other people and you can share your progress. And I share my progress with Raven on it. And I'm just a nerd like that. And um, I'm curious to know where the rest of the audience is. So if you guys have the app, please share with us. And I'm curious to know, um, you know, via our Twitter or Instagram handles, let us know how far you guys are doing on it. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect a ton of characters. Trust me, 
With over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S. Do you guys at least remember your worst date you ever had together? Oh, I don't think we've had Or would you ever felt one where you're like, I don't know if this person's like really for me yet, but maybe it was just like an off thing. No. Immediately we knew we were for each other. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, the first time I ever cooked dinner for you and I was trying to in in the house and it was the worst dinner ever. Let's not talk about it. I know. (laughs) I already know. She's a great cook now. Yeah, at least you haven't set the The chicken was raw, the carrots were overcooked, and the rice wasn't cooked through. I get it. But that was the only time that I was like, what is this? Because we were just kind of playing cat and mouse for the time that we were on the show. For like a day. It was was like six days, but still, we were playing cat and mouse. And But after that, after the shows were done, I don't think we've ever had a bad date. No. No, I mean, you could say there's been... Bad restaurants, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, the restaurants <laughs> have. I mean, like, I, 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 you, you something where out, we go on a date, we're like we're arguing. I don't think we've ever argued out no, on a date or anything no. like that. No. Have we argued on a date before? Uh, I think so. And you didn't want to argue because you're like, we're at, we're at a restaurant. I can't do this here. <laughs> what were Very we classy. arguing about? Um, I couldn't remember. See, this is why it's just not that relevant. I forget what it was. It had to do. Um, I forget. I, I think. Um, Going back to fights, we didn't really answer that. But I think our arguments stem from like the outside things. Like I can be so stressed and overwhelmed with running a business and like things going on that I need to confide in Adam. And Adam's so like, blah, 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 like all over the place and working and he's just a spaz. And I'm like trying to tell him something and he's like, uh, so like I went to work today and then I saw this person and then I saw this person. I'm like, I'm in tears over here. Hello. You know, but we worked through that. We've been getting a lot better at that. I've been better at listening. Yes. But the thing, my mom always told me the things that you love about a person will also be the things that you can't stand about a person. And the things that attracted me most to Adam are the things I'm like, ugh, get on my nerves too. You know? (laughs) Do you guys feel like that's true with you guys too? Uh, I can't really imagine you guys arguing. No, no. It, it, <laughs> all, right, all right. So, so sometimes like if, if she's feeling anything or has a problem, sometimes I don't recognize that right away. I can relate to that. And then yeah, like, I think I'm that's like, Adam's oh, deal too. I missed, I missed that. I'm with you, brother. Yes. Yeah. And Adam's, I, I, <laughs> Adam's like, just, just embrace it. Adam is always rainbows and sunshine. So is Cody. There's always. nothing ever, ever. Always. Nothing. That's not a big deal. It's fine. I, yes, that I, is a big I, deal. I, I, yes. I've, I've actually told her that she can make me have a bad day if she's having a bad day. Like, I yeah. feel I feel what she's feeling. No pressure or anything. You know? so, I feel the same way. So yeah. it, it, oh, yeah. If she's in a bad mood, I want her to realize, like, I'm feeling it with her and... I, I, I guess that's kind of guilt guilting you into like not. It's a lot a bad of pressure. Day. Yeah, like, but that's fine, right? But when we Is do, cool? <laughs> I think the biggest difference in how we recover from an argument is the second there's a resolution, I am 
fine. Same. I am I'm the same way. immediately fine. I there want- really isn't a bounce back for me. Yeah. But he needs a bounce back, which is fine. But then it's just, you got you you have to like accommodate that other person. Well, I, I, I wonder if this is the same with, with you, but uh, I, I feel like there has to be a day that lapses and then you wake up and it's a fresh day. I get that. I've had those before. Yeah. yeah. Where like, so you kind of go to bed and maybe there wasn't a resolution, but you're just like, ah, uh, and then you Sleep wake up. Sleep on it. Yeah, you wake, wake up, up and you're kind of like, day. hmm, okay, next. Everything you know? didn't yeah. seem really so bad anymore. now that it's the yeah. morning and the yeah. sun's up. Hey, yeah. You love somebody. It's not that difficult. I want both people's perspective because this girl is talking about she gives, gives, gives. Okay. And she's like, well, what should I receive in return, right? Mm-hmm. So here's her question. And she says, what is something romantic that a girl can do for a guy? I love when my hubby brings home flowers to surprise me, but I don't think he would be as excited to get flowers in return. Fair. We're married, and I just want to keep things fun and exciting. What do you have as suggestions? I have an answer for this. I don't. Let's I think it's important, and we did a podcast episode about this, to know each other's love languages. Oh, yeah. We talked about that episode last Episode three time. was love languages. Yeah. It's yeah. so important. You have to know. Because what your love language is might not be what his love language right. is. You need to know the top three. Yes. Like, what each person's love language Wait, is. Wait, what's yours? Mine is physical touches first, words of affirmation, and gifts. And when I say gifts, I'm very particular with what I mean about it because it's not, hey, go out and buy me a Gucci purse. That's not what I mean. I mean, if I say something, if I talk about my past, like, oh, I used to have so-and-so and and I really loved it. I wish I still had it. And you go out and buy me that, that's very sweet. If you come home and you bring me flowers, that's really sweet. If you get me anything that you've acknowledged that I've said that I want or would really like, then that to me is extremely thoughtful because it means when you are out and you are not with me, you are actively thinking about me and my mm-hmm. happiness. So right. that is what I mean by gifts. And I think that gets misconstrued all of the time. So her, one of her love languages is clearly gifts and acts of services. Cause that's what she's showing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are definitely in her top two. His might just be physical touch and if you are curled up on a couch with him and Watching you are a giving, movie or something, yeah, that yeah. could be the equivalent of him getting flowers. I agree with you. You yeah. getting flowers. I like that. Sure. Thank you for your perspective, by the way. It's, Thank you. I mean, it's spot on. That's what I think, too. Cody? <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> See how Don't easy it is? Fix what Wait, broke. <laughs> what would you guys like to receive? I'm just curious. What do you mean? Like the boys. A Fendi bag. No, if, we, <laughs> if Jessica and I were to come home, what would you Great two question. want I to know, receive? I know for Cody's a, answer. For a gift? I know That's Cody's answer. What? A Dr. Pepper 10 case. That's fine. <laughs> Am I right? You can never go wrong with food for a dude. I'm telling you, if you, even if it's not yeah. that good of a meal, if you make him a meal, like he's good to go. Like you bring him a drink and like a meal. And that's, I don't care how old school that sounds. So many guys care about that. If I brought you a pound of beef, an avocado, and a Dr. Pepper 10, I'm pretty sure I'm getting laid that night. Game over. That is game over. Baby number two. Yeah. Even without it. (laughs) No, seriously, it's simple. It's not, it's not rocket science. I mean, it just, it also depends on what a guy wants. You know, if you, if you work really hard from 7A to 5P and you know that, 
you got a lot of stuff going on. You like when the house is tidy and neat. When like, they do your laundry. That's awesome, by the way. <laughs> kudos to I you I did that tonight. today, and Adam really praised me. That he was, gave me very good really positive Because I, I always do my own laundry, but yeah. when Raven does it and it's folded, it makes well, my life I've, so easy. I've worked in retail for so long of my that life. That you don't like folding clothing? No, I actually am okay with it, but I fold everything perfect. And so Adam's just obsessed because he's, you know, organized and clean and everything. I just make the perfect fold. Yeah. That's no, great. And the food doesn't have to be like homemade cooked. Like if you picked it up from somewhere, that's totally fine. Like, okay. you know what I mean? It doesn't have, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Cody. Like if you had a steak that was already cooked and it wasn't one that you actually cooked on the grill, you'd, pro- you'd still be okay with it. Mm, would you be okay with it? Texas Roadhouse? If it was Texas. If oh, it was, see? If it Absolutely. wasn't Texas Roadhouse. I think you, I, he's very particular. I tell you why. Food. I tell you he's why. Very particular. I'm, I'm not too adventurous, but I'm willing to try other steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Longhorn it is. So just to clarify, you would like, you, the thing that you would like that would consistently make you happy is a clean house and like organization. Um, if you yeah. came home to like a clean house, I would always guaranteed make you really happy. Yeah. Because it's just one less thing I have to focus and worry on cleaning it up myself. Cause um, your workload is so heavy. It's yeah. like, it's, but uh, like those are my two love languages. My love languages are, um, words of affirmation and acts of service. Okay. And Got I've it. been better at this too, because Adam always leaves me love letters. He's done it from oh, the time that we've stop. like, it's so sweet. So sweet. He started from the time that we were dating all the way until like, I don't know when the last um, like a couple weeks ago. No, a couple weeks ago (laughs) you were talking about it, and then I gave one to you. Yes, you did. And um, so I've kept all of them, and I've actually made like a little box of all the stuff he's given me, and and tickets and dates and things we've been on, and put them in a box. But I have been better at giving him that. So like one day I surprised him at work with a little note, a love letter, Mm. and his favorite boba tea like he was the Sorry. happiest he's so bougie hey, I can't. he was the happiest person ever because like it was that was his gift yeah and that was his words of affirmation so nailed it we've really it's it's weird because adam and i are polar opposites and it's interesting we work so well together but we're still like learning right learning each other like every chapter that i mean even in this engagement chapter and i'm sure more than ever in our marriage chapter, you know, you you go through phases and you learn each other so deep, you know, deeper and deeper. And I'm sure you guys can say the same when you got married and then had the baby. It's like a love that is just deeper right. than when you first met. And I think that helps. So when people say, how do you keep your relationship fresh or anything along yeah, in that had some avenue? Of those questions for you I guys. think it's a willingness to continue to learn and understand that person that really keeps your relationship alive. Because yeah. once you feel like that person doesn't care to understand you and where you're coming from and the way that you think and why you act the way that you act, once that stops, it it's like a cold, like cold war that goes on. Right. So I think to continue to understand your person and how you can further mesh together and build a life together, that's really important in moving forward in your relationship. For sure. I totally agree with that. You guys are engaged now. How well, you're often, interviewing us. Yeah, I just flipped it on. I flipped okay. the script. Jessica's got her own pocket. What now? <laughs> 
Oh, How? I should have mentioned that earlier. I'm so sorry I didn't. What now? It's now what? Oh, now what? Sorry. <laughs> she doesn't listen. You can flip it. <laughs> can we blame it on the tequila? <laughs> How often do you guys have date nights? Often. I mean, we try to make um, at least at least once every other week, just like a date night that okay. we just go out and we have dinner by ourselves and it's not at the house and we're not worrying about um, other things going on. But I try to do that. And then also, I I mean, it's been tough so far with this coding class she's been taking, but I try it to do It has been one- really tough because I have every weekend yeah, taken out of the schedule because I'm in class right now. I'm almost, by the time this airs, I'll be graduated. <laughs> but it's been really hard for us to find the balance because we've had every Saturday for the past six months gone. Yeah. But but I like to go on one big trip a year. And that mean like out of the country, big trip. And then try to do, you know, a couple trips on the big holidays or, you know, go you know to the Caribbean or you know, something that's close enough. But like the big, big ones, like we went to Asia last year and spent two weeks there, which was really fun. And so... um I don't know. I, I've always been told it's very important to have that in a relationship because when you're d- disconnected from work and it's just you two on a trip, it's a totally different dynamic and you just you just grow deeper that you couldn't have before. You know? Do you guys ever have technology-free nights where you just put your phones away? Not yet. Not yet. No, but we did discuss that recently, that we needed to um, set our phones aside. You know, I don't know. We talked with, about it pretty With quick. us, it's so enjoyable to talk about just current issues though you know i mean well at least for me <laughs> I, <laughs> see, I, i'm constantly, I'm like I'm constantly you. looking at the news and i'm me like Jessica, did you see what happened i constantly don't care because i think our government is just so corrupt and yeah. I'm, a, I mean, I, I'm all into politics I, don't, I love politics yeah i i see things i can appreciate the politics but whether i like it or not like i have to go to work and i have to make money i'm gonna pay taxes so i have to just suck it up yeah like that you don't have any other option but I hear what you're saying too. Yeah, yeah, I I, am Adam's news source. Like Cody's my news source. If something, some something bad would have happened in the U.S., like Adam would have heard it from me. (laughs) I have a question for you guys that just popped in my head. What are some deal breakers for you? Like, do you have any deal breakers that either one of you could do to each other that would end your relationship? Not that you oh, guys would do it. I mean, it, of course, everyone has like a like deal breakers, but I'm I don't know, sure they. It'd, it'd have to be pretty extreme. Yeah, as far they'd as be like, extreme. I don't know, you'd have to be like, I don't believe in God. Yeah, or Screw cheating. God. Yeah. Cheating's big, obviously. I mean, I was talking to you about this the other day, Raven. Mm-hmm. As far as our relationship goes, Cody and I talk about all the time that our relationship, our foundation, is smooth we don't have any cracks in our foundation yeah and we've never done anything to the other person right that makes us question each other and because of that we treat our relationship with more kid gloves because like you don't you don't want to put a you don't want to put a crack in your foundations because foundation because band-aid can't fix it it really yes. can't i can't remember it's what we were talking same. about but i loved when we were having that conversation you said like we're on solid ground. There's no cracks in the foundation. But once there are cracks, then a Band-Aid can't fix it. Right. And it's just I, never the same. It's never the same. And I think we were having the conversation if uh, Cody were to cheat on you or Adam were to cheat on me, like that is too deep of a crack for me personally mm-hmm. to ever get over. And like it could never be repaired. Right. In my I, opinion. I don't yeah. know how people do that. I, I know there's going to be people in your audience who... St- 
like had a significant other cheat on them and then they forgave them and all. I don't know how people do it. It's a personal decision. It's a it personal is. choice. It's, personal it's like the, the, all about the, the, who you are. The purity of the relationship is gone. And how could you ever trust that person again? Because, it, you know, they've already told you once that they would never cheat on you and then they did it. So how could you ever trust that person again? It's just you would you would forgive and you can you forgive would, somebody yeah. doesn't mean that you, you won't ever forget trust that. Yeah. Right. I don't think you ever get over that. No, yeah. I don't think so either. <laughs> and all of those people who have been in a relationship, they're married with kids and then someone strays and they still make it work. You have to be a really big person to get through. Oh, and how lucky are they to be able to work it out? I feel like, well, that's, that's the thing too, is, is especially in that position, think about how much power you have in the relationship and how much you could just destroy everything and everyone in your family. Yeah. I think people think too much of like the here and now pleasures as opposed to the long-term pleasure, because having an affair it's a here and now pleasure, right? And it's very fleeting, and you are going to leave disaster in the wake of it. It's just not going to end well, for sure. But yeah. Any, anyways, what we can I can I ask you guys a question real quick? Just because I'm the yeah. producer, sorry Send to butt in. Um, what, when you when you hear a situation or you see someone who was cheated on and they get back together with that person, do you almost lose a little respect for the person who took them back just because? Yes, they've been betrayed <laughs> in that way. I mean, yes. I, I I would think so. I just want to hear you, you know, y'all's take. I think on it, it depends on what's in the bank as yes, far as like is there a family involved because there yeah, if there's a family involved and you can get back together and you can forgive and move on then I can't do that because I'm not strong enough. Me too. I'm not strong enough. to. I am a very jealous person. So if that happens, you're basically just doing it for the kids, not because you actually can take it into your heart to forgive that person, I think. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what anyone's situation is, but I I don't know what I would do. I I thank God that I never have to deal with that, right, babe? No, (laughs) no. I I used to think... Um, I mean, for me personally, I still do. Like if Adam cheated on me, I just, I would become a very miserable person on myself. So even if we just, even if he would have never done it to me again, it would have made me a very miserable person. Like, why would he want to be with me? And he has to pay the price over and over and over and over and over again, because I can't get over it. And I'm not saying anyone should get over it. I'm just saying if you make the choice to stay together, like you have to move forward. And I don't think I would be able to move forward. But I used to think once a cheater, always a cheater and all these things until I personally knew someone who um, cheated on their spouse. And I cared very deeply for this person. And um, I know the headspace they were in at the time. And I know that they really regretted it. And it was um, issues that had nothing to do with their spouse. It had all the issues to do with them. And they got help and they worked on it and they made it work and they're together and happy today. So that becoming older and realizing that those situations are out there makes you look at things a lot different especially when it's someone you really love and care about and you know they're a good person, you know? Yeah. Did they have kids, the one you're talking about? Uh, much later, but they didn't oh, okay. get... Yeah. They, yeah. 
we're getting off this kind of like sad moment, this little dark cloud we got in about this whole cheating thing. And we're going to go into a bright, brighter, sunshiny sky. Okay. Because this is my favorite part of our podcast so far. You know what it is, Adam. Say it. Ask Adam. And today it's going to be Ask, Ask Adam. Adam and Cody. Cody. So this Ooh. is... Um, I'm not allowed to give my opinion. You definitely <laughs> no, girl, are. you sit back. You definitely yeah. are, but these questions are directed uh, towards the men. So we're going to let them answer first, and then we're... Of course, we're going to chime in. Okay. So the first question I have for you, Adam and Cody, are... Hello, I love your podcast. My question is friend zones. Okay, long story short, I went to college with. He doesn't a, like you. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college and with a good guy friend, and we ended up moving to the same city. We have gotten even closer and have become very flirty, and our friend group has even noticed, but nothing has come of it. Any advice on how to take it to the next step slash do it carefully? Go ahead, Cody. He doesn't like you. <laughs> it's it's it, yeah, I don't know. Guys go for what they want. I've never seen a guy really hold back unless he was very dweebish. Maybe he is. Yeah. I in my opinion, I mean, if you're not getting that initial reaction from somebody, it's like, yeah, you could be friendly and flirty, but it's how long will that be flirty for before it kind of dies off and it's like, okay, well, what's next, right? Yeah. So I, I always feel like you, it takes two to tango and you have to make, you know, both people work. Um, I forget in your question that you asked, did you say that they live or they're in the same town? They together? just moved to the same town. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that should be, make things a little bit easier then for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, you just each remember when somebody tells you I don't have time, it's because you're not a priority to them. If you, it takes you a little bit of time to send somebody a text message to, you know, take them out to dinner whatever it may be, but that's a priority that you have, right? For sure. So I think as long as you can make each other a priority and you just have to have that discussion and maybe you just, you ease into it a little bit and you just say, Hey, like, you know, what do you, if a guy keeps blowing you off and blowing you off and blowing you off, you know, okay, maybe he doesn't have interest and you should probably pull back a little bit and just see where the game goes. I'm going to say that guys just don't pick up signs the way girls probably yeah. think guys pick up signs too. yeah okay just adjusting her mic as she's no, about to I say something moved it out of the way. yeah 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 <laughs> that i'm so happy to not be dating anymore this same sounds good i was oh. happy to say that right <laughs> but, but, but think about how much is going right in your life to where something like this is is the problem yeah that's kind of nice i mean well okay so when you're single i feel like you've you want that next step to be, okay, I'm going to find a relationship. And then once you find the relationship, it's the next step in your life. Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't know. Like you, my, my biggest worry when I was single was like how I'm, I'm finding the right person, you know? And I don't know if that's just a female thing. I'm sure it might be. We were in the ask Adam section. Adam, <laughs> is this just a strictly female thing when you're like single? Are you strictly trying to make the next step is in finding your person? Um, it also depends on where, where you are in your life. Like if, if you just want to have fun or if you want to take things like more serious. I personally think that guys, um, especially guys that start to get in their like early to mid 20s, in their head, they're thinking to, to themselves when they date someone, they would, they would think to themselves, well, how do I know if there's not something better out there? Or I got like, that question too. So elaborate on that. Like, so, so like, or for example, like, you know, let's just say, 
I won't even use you guys as an example. Like, let's just say you Raven, you and I were dating mm -hmm. and well, this was let's say, two or three years ago. And I know that you wouldn't move on. You, you're very, very, would be connected to me. But in my head, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, let's just pump the brakes on this one and let me just try something else to see if it will work. And then if that one doesn't work, I could, I can come back to plan A again. But most of the time <laughs> you won't be able to come back to plan A because it won't be around, right? Right. So you're constantly kind of playing that, that well battle. you're 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 in dallas too okay so the thing with dallas for anybody that lives in the area for both guys and girls the amount of opportunities to date whatever amount of singles there is, yeah. is yeah. It's, it's insane like so I, I i think yeah some guys might have this forward thinking mindset of all right let's see what i can get better all right let's see what i can get better you know yeah no totally agree raymond we and we last time you asked this question somebody uh didn't ask adam and I said, where do they live? And I need to yeah, know how big yeah. this city was because like, if you live, if you, this is really true. Like, and mm -hmm. Jess, you said there's just plenty of fish, but if you live in a city that's really small, there's not a lot of fish to choose from mm -hmm. unless you, you like get the good fish like yes. right away. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta get Those the salmon. Fish are, yeah. The salmon's going to go fast. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then you're going to get stuck with the fat fish <laughs> <laughs> or the sardines. <laughs> The anchovies. Right. <laughs> Who are the sardines? <laughs> Damn. Okay, next question, Cody and Adam. Are you ready? Yeah, send it. Is there such a thing as being too comfortable in a relationship? My husband and I are high school sweethearts, but I feel like there is some mystery lacking. Help. Mystery in what? Withhold the farting. Have you seen that Sex in the City episode where Miranda is dating a guy and um, he stays at her house for the first time and he poops with the bathroom door open and she's like, I just don't need that much. I need some mystery. I need to look at you as if you don't do those things, you know? I thought you were going to say the one with Carrie in bed with Big and then she accidentally farts and then she can't talk to him for a week because she's mortified. Yeah, same. <laughs> Raven. <laughs> Such thing as being too comfortable. Well. Do you fart in front of Raven? Um, yes, but not like on purpose. We okay. have the just recently um, tried out, you know, <laughs> pooting in front of each other. <laughs> Just recently, it's two and a half years in. Tried out. It's two and a half years in. What do you mean by tried out? You're like, okay, I'm like, I'm about to go. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Or, or you just look at the other person. Yes, and then do it. You can't make eye contact when you toot. No, that's so invasive. Yeah, it's horrible. That's gross. Yeah. Um, I would say just you can't. Wait, her question was you can't be. Too, she's, she she said to there's uh, they're too comfortable and there's some mystery lacking. Go ahead, Cody. Cody looks. I'm, like he I'm, has I'm I'm fine with whatever. I mean, I feel I, like I, I, I think you got to throw it out there right away. You can't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're always know. Yeah, at some point in your relationship, you're going to be very comfortable with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. But I, you know. I don't know. I, that's like a, that's a weird that that like falls on the the grooming category and like the things that you just like you have to separate. Like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go to the bathroom with the door open. Like I wouldn't yeah. do that. You don't want to make okay. Or is I, there a time frame where you're? Like, I think okay. this is important. No. 
Okay, I good. think it's yeah. always important to try and be attractive for the person that you're with. Yeah. You yeah. don't ever want to make yourself disgusting to the person that you're with. You know, <laughs> you're like you don't want them to ever look at you and be like, I'm just not attracted to that anymore. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's why you work out and everything else, Put but makeup on, you also hair, don't want to just be disgusting. One of out. the most attractive things that Cody does in our relationship is he goes to the bathroom to fart. No, I oh, don't. That's, yes, that's do. very much appreciated. Okay. What do you mean? All right. All right. Whatever. Well, hold on. That's I have a great a question. trait to have. I think it's super sweet. What do you mean? It's you very don't do caring. That. You don't fart in front of I'm me. I'm already on to the next subject. What's, what's okay. the next question? <laughs> no. Raven, oh, next, please. I think we super sweet. nip that one. Oh. Yeah. I was Thanks. thinking the other day, Adam, talking about sweet. being too comfortable. I was thinking about when we were in the kitchen and we were like smush <laughs> facing each other. The smush face thing is when like you put one cheek to the other cheek of the other person's cheek and you just smush it. It's all like just lovey-dovey. And I was thinking about how it's crazy from our first date to where I was kind of afraid to eat in front of you. And now I'm like smushing you with like taco breath you know it's just so different because you do get to that comfortable point in your relationship you know yeah it's really it's just crazy to think about imagine people married 20 plus years and they're like i know i've seen it all done it all and like this person that's been married and she's missing mystery i mean we we're just not there yet i don't know I think that you need to appreciate that you're not missing any mystery because god forbid something happened with that person you know everything about that person and you get to remember and cherish all of that. And I think that's yeah. important as opposed to that person passing away suddenly, God forbid. And then you're like, oh, I wish I knew more. Oh my know? gosh. Have you watched the Netflix series Dead to Me? Oh, Christina Applegate's in that one? I think so. We started it. We didn't finish it's it. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, <laughs> okay. watch that. Okay. Okay. Here's our last question for Cody. And Adam, are you ready? Yeah. I was hardcore having feelings with my best friend, who is a guy, and I couldn't take it anymore because he was in this toxic relationship. I decided to move across country, and about three days after I told him, he broke up with her. A little too late, and now I'm halfway across the country, lonely as hell, wondering what ifs. Help me get over him. Oh, man. So she lives halfway across the country, right? Yeah, she just moved, and three days after she moved, he told her he had broken up with his girlfriend. Did he say that he has feelings for her? That is the follow-up question that we don't have. My suggestion is you need to immediately preoccupy with something. You have to preoccupy yourself with something. What would that be? What would you suggest? Anything. (laughs) It could be... Find get a hobby. Get like this. The good news is, is you're far away from that person, right? Right. You're not five or ten minutes away from them. You are halfway across the country, so you have the ability to completely kind of disconnect yourself. My suggestion, like I think you and I have talked about this before, is in your text messages themselves. What you need to do is you need to just delete their name and not see it in your text thread. So you know, okay. That name, I need to disconnect myself from that name. I don't want to see it. I don't need to remind myself about it. Right. And you need to just move on. But I'm curious to get, Cody, your thoughts on something that's like, that this has happened before. So if she if she wants him still, just, just move back. Well, the good, the thing she did say was, help me get over him. So I think she's made her mind up. She's like, 
she said a little too late and now I'm all the way across the country, lonely as hell, wondering what ifs, help me get over him. I think she's kind of like... Yeah, I think a part of her has, like, she does have feelings, right? Because that's yeah, why she's asking. She just still sure. has feelings for him, but she's just trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to, like, completely forget about it? Um, I mean, that's really my biggest suggestion. Uh, I would be more curious to get a little more, like, specific details on, like, the relationship itself, but what would you do if you were in her shoes? Oh, I would do what you said, just be extremely occupied with something. Would you like unfriend them from all social media? Yes. She said this is her best friend though. That's true. Yeah. That is there's, true. There's, there's no, no just cutting that off. That's so true. I know. And, and you just, obviously she said three years, right? I believe so. And so the time frame. I mean, you can't like just disappear three years. Oh, and no, snap she didn't. Fingers. no, no, we're three days after she moved. Oh, okay. He told her he had broken up with his girlfriend. Oh, so we don't know how long they've been dating for. No. Okay. So he probably had a fight with uh, his girlfriend. Had broke to. up with her over. I, I guarantee you, the fight was over this girl. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So he was probably sad or bummed that she was gone, and the one girlfriend always felt insecure about their friendship. You're really she reading freaked the out. subtext. No, you have this to is definitely it. Yeah. This is a thousand. This is percent what happened. It. Because <laughs> so I need more questions. I need to he, know. He where knows they that there's something more there, yeah. and she knows there's something more there. So she just needs to move back. I like that. I like move that back. because here is something just, I've always said: is never leave a what if in your mind. Mm. So go find out. I don't care if it's the wrong decision. It might be the right decision. It doesn't matter. Like, go find out. Go figure it out. And what's great is it's only been three days, so all your stuff's not even moved. You just you just <laughs> so ha- true. have it back. But, just turn right around. But this Skr- episode doesn't come out in two weeks, so you're already going to have your stuff moved into your new apartment, <laughs> and you're going to sign your lease, so it's okay. too late. Okay, so let's flip the script, and, well, three of us, let's flip the script and say that she wants to get over him. What are your guys' best advice for getting over someone? Cody, That's go easy. first. You just work out a lot and you eat right <laughs> and you get that body good and then you find somebody better. It's like revenge and bod. Then, revenge bod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you cut that person out and then they get to say, oh, wow, I, I regret that. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Jess? Yeah. Um, for me, and I think I didn't really – understand and realize this until after Cody and I met and I wish that I had this mantra in my life during when I was single but you just need to keep remembering that you're only going to get it right once mm-hmm. there's one. only one time in your life that you're going to fall in love and it's going to be right if you're not working out with someone it's not what's supposed to be so you just got to mm-hmm. keep moving forward and know that when you do find it, it's going to be perfect. You will know. There's not going to be a question in your mind. And if you have to question it, it's not right. You will know. So just keep trucking forward. And also, I genuinely believe that when you're not looking for love, that's when you find it. Hold on. Mm. So, so if people feel like running, like time's running out, should they settle? No. I don't ever believe in, in settling. Do you I guys you. believe in soulmates? Yes. Yes. Like one and only soulmates? Yes. I do. Raven does. Yeah, you're my. What do I, I do too? Aww. I do. Good. I believe I'm, I'm off. I'm a. I'm a strong believer in. Fa- I'm a strong believer in fate. I just love how like it all comes around full circle. And what's really interesting is like when Raven and I met, um, a mutual no, not a mutual friend, but a, a girl that I went to college with, 
um, uh, nominated me to go on the show. And originally, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm in my professional career. I'm on the up and up. I just, I just I'm going to do me. And uh, my boss and his wife are just massive fans of the show. And he told me, he goes, Adam, just go, and I'll take care of all your deals that are under contract. You just go and have fun. Just go. Find something there. And so, you know, went went through the pro. I did. I was on Rachel's season, and then after that, um, you know, we met in paradise. And it's just if I didn't do that, I would have never met her. Probably wouldn't have shown up on her radar screen, right? And we wouldn't be where we are today without mm-hmm. specific steps that were taken or 100%. choices that were made to get us to that point. I so I think it's all about choices, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what ifs and about this last question that we had her saying she had a what if that has always been my motivator for everything that I've ever done in my life, whether I've succeeded at it or I've failed. I've always wanted to know what if, what if I did go to law school? What if I did start a business? What if I did move to Dallas for a boy that I could potentially marry? Like what if I went on the show? Like all the things that were great in my life came from every what if, whether it was a failure or whether it was a success, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt that. That's very heartfelt. Thanks. So tequila kicking in. Mm. <laughs> I'm on that smooth it's, roller it's coaster now. Room. Well, I'm happy you made those decisions because, because now tequila. we're together forever. Thank you. Mm. Well, and we're all friends. I know, and thank God because we are homebodies, and we need some. It's it's a really weird stage in life when you go from like being single and having so much fun and. Uh, that like just in your 20s and then going and getting engaged and getting a house and you know just the transition and I love it I don't want to go back like you were saying while uh, earlier like feel so sorry for the people that are still dating because it's so great to move forward and if you're not feeling like it's a good thing to move forward then it's probably not right Mm -hmm. you know Mm. yeah Mm. okay I have to be friends with y'all too we need you i I almost don't want to open up this door but i i I think coming off these shows and how much people are contacting us on a daily basis i think a lot of folks think that we have just a plethora of friends that we hang out with and we're going out all the time but it's like the exact opposite it's almost like there's so much opportunity to go out and do things that you kind of withdraw and and then you just stay at home and you don't have that many friends or or many people that can relate to whatever situation that you're in and then you know in a a situation you're a couple now and you want to hang out with other couples and singles it's yeah yeah we're in that phase too listen we have had many conversations about finding good couples to hang out with that are on the same life path as us we love hanging out with people that are older than us because they give very good tidbits of wisdom and it's and we love hard. She's you guys. About, she's yeah. talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Cody. I like that I'm right between you guys. I'm, I'm older than Raven, but younger than Adam. Right it's perfect. It's perfect. We Sweet have our bases covered. <laughs> oh, one last question I have for you guys before we let you go. Um, what is the best piece of marriage advice you can give Adam and myself? Um... I guess not just specifically y'all, but when you were talking about how me and Jessica are with each other, we cognizantly take additional steps to show respect towards each other. I noticed that with you it's, guys. It, and, it, and it's it's very conscious. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not, 
it's pretty effortless, but it's, it's still conscious. Like I always try to, uh, keep even a a further level of respect than, than even normal, uh, in every situation. And I feel like it translates and just, it does. It improves. It really does. It, It helps the relationship. Yeah. You don't ever want to be that couple. That's just like always making everyone around you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's so, and that should translate into like your home life. I mean, Cody's never cursed at me or called me a name or anything like that. And I think respect is just, it goes back to having that solid foundation. Once you have like a really clean foundation, you want to build on that and you want to make sure that you take care with everything that you add on to that. So I think just being really, knowing how precious what you have is, like and being mindful really of taking care of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and it's not like we're not normal. Like it's not like we've had thoughts of, of saying something mean or, or like an anger, but I, I feel like we both really just think about what we're saying and we don't it like we process things first before yeah. we ever just come out and say something that's disrespectful. Your words are not like carelessly thrown out there. And- right. Like it, it's, it's not like anybody can like withhold some kind of thought right away or like some knee jerk reaction but you, but if you just let it process and you think about how much you love and respect the person, you, you don't just let it come out. Right. Mm. That point. makes sense. No, I, I like it. that. Yeah. That's and great I'll leave our listeners with a tidbit of advice that we got from a married couple in their 40s uh, yesterday at dinner. Yeah. Do you remember what they, she said? Uh, vaguely. Okay. I'll share. It's I very, very important. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. Um, since we like getting advice from all walks of life, we've been asking people questions for a good year now of what the best advice for us moving forward and getting married. And she said that she realized that her perspective on things were not the same as his. And that she sometimes projected what she wanted to happen onto him without voicing it. So she had to really um, open up and tell him what she was thinking and also know that they didn't have to have the same opinion on things. So she said for when they got in um, engaged, she said she just wanted him to plan the uh, honeymoon. And so she got like a malaria shot. She got like all these documents sent sent to her. And she's like, okay, I'm going to Paris. He knows I love Paris. This just makes sense. We're going to Paris. And come to find out, they went down the Amazon River. And she said she was so upset that it wasn't Paris, but she had the best time on the Amazon river and all this stuff. Like he just brought this whole new world to her, but she in her mind had a different perspective of what it should be. And she never voiced it. So that she told me to always be, have a perspective on things, have my own perspective, but also get his perspective too. Like, don't think he's thinking the same thing you are. And that goes with everything. So mm. you need a malaria shot for Paris. No, that <laughs> was, <laughs> I took away from no. that. that's what she said. She it said, it sounds she, like you need it more for the Amazon than you do for Paris. No, exactly. Well, Jess, they did go to the Amazon though. I know, but yeah, she yeah. said she got a malaria shot 
thinking that she was going to go to yeah, Paris. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was thinking she was going to Paris, and then she got the malaria shot, and she thought, oh, oh I'm not going to Paris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, misunderstood yeah, yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, okay, sorry. My it. delivery is really bad today. Okay. I don't know if it's tequila. I don't know if it's because I've been in class all day or if it's my sinuses, but I'm just not on my A-game today to tell stories, but whatever. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Thank you for being our friends. Thank you. And um, tell us your Instagram handles and tell us about your podcast. Well, my, yeah, my Instagram handle is the Jessica Nixon. And then I also have in a, a podcast that comes out every Wednesday. It's called Now What? It's a lot of fun. We're going into our second year starting in January amazing and yeah you should check it out it's Just, on podcast jessica's one. got uh over six million downloads on her podcast crazy now. yeah good. proud yeah. husband brag yeah uh, yeah love it and then uh my instagram i, I never give that out it's fine it's cody but, the marine but, 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 no, 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 <laughs> more, more importantly uh last year i started a coffee company you can go to couplescoffee.com and order a delicious bag of coffee it's Can you also really order good. the cups that you gave us? No. no. We oh. only give those out to special people. Oh, oh they have the Sorry. best cups. so good. The coffee's but, but great. It is, it is I drink the number it one uh, customer viewed, our average customer viewed flavored coffee on Amazon right now. Yeah. It's very, very good. I have some myself. And they have those little uh, those cups that you just fill it in with the Keurig and yeah. you can pop it in your Keurig. You're fresh, yeah, ready people to go. With, uh, it's awesome. Uh, Keurigs, you can just buy the reusable K cup on Amazon. Yeah. It's perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. And until next time, we'll see you on the next date night, but except we won't be on microphones and speakers and stuff. And always remember, if you have a question you want to ask me or Adam, just DM us Raven Nicole Gates. That's Raven N-I-C-O-L-E Gates and Adam Gottschalk. Last name G-O-T-T-S-C-H-A-L-K. And you can reach us on Instagram, Twitter, and DM us, and we will keep you anonymous on any questions that you ask us. And uh, we can't wait for next week because we have a very interesting topic. And the next topic will be brought up from our listeners rather than us coming up with it. So we're going to do something a little bit different. So stay tuned. And we appreciate you guys. Bye. Bye.